Protests in the streets, dead bodies with nowhere to be buried, patients with no room in the hospitals. The scenes from Cuba are so harrowing, but young activists took an unorthodox approach to try to get help. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. COVID is not over. It may be hard to remember that here in North America as things begin to gradually reopen, but not in Cuba, where it's front and center. Thousands are sick and the virus continues to spread. It seems helpless. But thousands of young men and women took to social media to bring attention to the crisis. Hashtag SOS Cuba. Meanwhile, protests throughout the country, thousands demanding freedom, even marching to the headquarters of the Communist Party. Pray for Cuba. It's not just COVID or government. Cuba is coming alive to the gospel. Pray for us, too, that our hearts wouldn't harden at the suffering of our brothers and sisters. The Lord is good. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And on this Tuesday, here in the middle of July, we're continuing in a series called War and Grace. Recently, we heard from someone who asked the question, why do I need to hear stories about other people's experiences? Now, that's a fair question. I guess the simple answer is that we can learn so much about how God works in the lives of regular people, people like you and me. And hearing true stories from both world wars shows how men and women found Christ amidst such horror. I guess we could have called it grace in war, not because war is anything to celebrate, but because Christ's grace was active throughout the war, saving his people no matter which side of the fighting they were on. Rupert Lonsdale was the captain of a British submarine that was attacked by the Nazis, and he was taken into captivity. But the Lord was with him. But Seal was now like a stranded whale, which the Germans could now attack with bombs and guns. There was no means of fighting back, so the next well-aimed bomb was going to hit the crew and kill it, so Lonsdale decided he'd save their lives by surrendering. That's the voice of the late pastor and author Don Stevens. We're going to hear more from him in a moment as he shares about the life of Captain Rupert Lonsdale and how the Lord used him to not only save the lives of his crew, but to lead many of them to saving faith in Christ. After the program, I'd like to put in your hands a copy of Don's book called War and Grace, and we'll send it to you for your gift to the ministry. It's a unique book. It's filled with wartime biographies like the one we'll hear today, as well as people like Louis Zamperini and Mitsuo Fuchida, the pilot who led the attack on Pearl Harbor for the Japanese and came to know Christ after the war. I'm glad we found this book. I love to hear how the Lord works in the hardest of times. As you read War and Grace, you'll be brought to your knees in worship as you remember how faithful the Lord has been in your own life. So would you call us after the program? Would you make a gift to the ministry? Would you also ask for your copy of War and Grace? And the number you can call is 800-654-2836. 800-65-HAVEN. Or go online. You'll find resources like the video that we shot with the late Louis Zamperini and a special blog post on his life. You can experience all of that 
Make your gift and get the book at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And now let's open the program with a reminder. A reminder sung for us by Matt Redman. Who, oh Lord, could save themselves Their own soul could heal Our shame was deeper than the sea Your grace is deeper still Down. 
You Alone Can Rescue, Matt Redmond, opening Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris. Thank you so much for joining me. We're in a series again this week called War and Grace. And what I want you to do right now is I want you to meet Captain Rupert Lonsdale. He was a World War II hero for the British Navy, and he helped to save the lives of his crew when their submarine was attacked by the Germans. And he was also a very zealous Christian. So let's listen to the author of War and Grace, Pastor Don Stevens, share more of this story as he shared it with his congregation many years ago. Now to do justice to this story, I'm going to have to ask you to listen to what happened to him during the war. When it started in 1939, Lieutenant Commander Lonsdale was captain of a submarine called SEAL, S-E-A-L of course. There were 60 men in the crew. In late April of 1940, the submarine was sent on a mission to lay mines in the Kattegat, that's the shallow water which separates Denmark and North Germany from Sweden. After the mines were laid, Seal was making for home, but unknowingly she sailed among some German mines which were attached by a metal rope to just under the, to the floor of the, uh, uh, of the sea and uh, the upper part of the metal wire was just under the surface of the water so that our boats would hit them without seeing them. Lonsdale heard the wire scrape along the side of his submarine and then there was enormous explosion. It flooded the rear of the submarine and it sank. The rear of seal stuck in the mud of the Kattegat 90 feet down and the front or the bow of the submarine was pointing upwards at an angle of about 30 degrees. Now, they'd already been submerged for over 16 hours, so the air inside was making men start to lose consciousness. They made three attempts to surface, all of which failed. So by one in the morning of the 5th of May 1940, the men had reached the point where they were willing to lay down and wait for inevitable death. It was their turn, they thought, to go the way of other men who braved the depths of the sea and who had lost. Rupert Lunsdale and his crew were experiencing Psalm 69 in the flesh. Save me, O God, for the waters have come up to my neck. I sink in the miry depths where there is no foothold. I have come into the deep waters. The floods engulf me. I am worn out, calling for help. My throat is parched. My eyes fail, looking for my God. Well, the waters were rising, and they were trapped, and all they could do was lie down and wait. They had resigned themselves to die. I can't imagine what must have been going through their minds, but I know one thing. They were wondering if they were ready. 
But listen to what happened next. Now at that moment, Lonsdale, the Christian, invited his men to commit themselves to God in prayer. He led them himself in prayer, and out of the 59 crew, two men only refused to pray. Some men, he knew afterwards, came to saving faith in Christ at that moment. Strange place to become a Christian, isn't it, at the bottom of the sea? Almost as soon as he'd finished his prayer, he had an idea. Lonsdale said it was an immediate answer to the prayer. He transferred the men who could move to the front torpedo compartment of the submarine in the hope that it would come level and make it possible for them to get up to the surface. To his own amazement, the combined weight of the men in the torpedo end of the submarine made the boat come level. So after 23 hours submerged, the boat now had one last chance to get to the surface. He gave the order, surface, and it worked. Rupert Lonsdale, a World War II version of Paul's story in Acts 27. The boat was sinking in a storm, and the crew was afraid. But Paul stood up and preached the gospel. Turn to the Lord in prayer, and by his grace they were saved. The psalmist in Psalm 69 was on the verge of drowning. You might be too, not in water necessarily, but in the worries and the cares of this world, the sufferings that mark our day-to-day lives, just like Paul, just like the psalmist, just like Rupert. We can turn to the Lord in prayer, and we can sing a song of praise. He is faithful and he won't leave us alone. But getting to the surface was only the beginning for his naval crew, led by Rupert Lonsdale. Once again, here's Don Stevens sharing the rest of the story. But Seal was now like a stranded whale, which the Germans could now attack with bombs and guns. There was no means of fighting back, so... The next well-aimed bomb was going to hit the crew and kill it, so Lonsdale decided he'd save their lives by surrendering. It was May the 5th, 1940, his 35th birthday, and he became a prisoner of war with his crew. They'd smashed up all the secret equipment, but to his horror, the submarine didn't sink, and the Germans captured it, and it was, in fact, the first British warship since 1812 ever to be captured but he did save the lives of his crew and believed to his dying day that he had done God's will by surrendering now he was born in 1905 and his family were all Christians early in his life he gave his whole life to Jesus Christ he used to say that he learned to pray in submarines because God answered so many of his prayers it was hard for him not to believe in the prison camp he found that there was nothing more important in his life than worshipping and serving the Lord they had church services in the POW camp and there his faith deepened 
and he started to learn how to preach. What a place to learn how to preach. But he did. He had a lot of time to think things over. So to Lonsdale now, there was nothing more important in life than faith in Christ. Back in England now, he offered himself the training as an Anglican minister. Three years later, now in 1949, he was ordained and he began a ministry which was only to end 50 years later when he died, nearly 94, 1999. And over his study desk, he had a painting with the words, Faith Sees Through Tears. To tell you this story, I reread all his letters and I was astonished at how often he said, I want to be forgotten. He was a humble man who'd witnessed openly for Christ in submarines, in prisoner of war camps, in a college and in half a dozen churches where he was the parish minister. His faith was anchored in the Bible as the word of God and in Christ as his saviour. So as I say, he died wanting to be forgotten. But those of us who've ever heard of the submarine seal, he remains unforgettable. And surely it would be his desire that those who hear this true story would themselves have a personal faith in the Lord he loved and served. A faithful servant who saw the Lord rescue him out of the miry pit, Rupert Lonsdale. A modern-day Jonah trapped in the belly of a submarine for 23 hours only to see the Lord rescue him. But more than that, the Lord used him to rescue his crew. And not just from the ocean, but from their sin. Many turned to the Lord because of their captain, Captain Rupert. His story shows us our Lord so clearly. No matter where we are, he is with us. For those of us who walk by faith, he is faithfully watching over our souls. He will rescue us. And he has rescued us on the cross and by the power of the resurrection. So we praise him, and we use our lives to glorify his name. Let's go to the Lord in prayer right now. Father, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. We thank you for stories of faith, like the one that we've heard today. Thank you that there are those who have gone before us, who can help lead us to grow in faith, to share our faith, and to lead others into faith, just like Captain Rupert Lonsdale. Lord, I'd never heard of him before, but I'm so thankful for the ministry of Don Stevens, who just went home to be with the Lord a couple of years ago, who wrote this book, who knew some of these people and shared their stories with firsthand knowledge. Lord, give us grace. We're nothing apart from your good grace. Give it to us now. Give it to us in abundance today so we can share it with others. In the name of Jesus, amen.
This is Haven Today in a program called War and Grace Rescue, sung for us by Desperation Band. The story of Captain Rupert Lonsdale is very inspiring. Striking a mine, a sinking submarine, captured by the Nazis, yet through it all, he shared the love of Christ with everyone he met. No wonder he became a pastor after the war. Honestly, there's much more to his story when you read it in Don Stevens' book called War and Grace. And I found this interesting. Don knew Rupert and spent time with him and his family. So the stories he shares are straight from the horse's mouth. And there are 12 more stories just as fascinating as the captains that you just heard that come out of the book War and Grace. I know these true tales will bring you deeper into your faith as you reflect on how the Lord Jesus is always with us. I want you to have a copy for yourself of War and Grace this July, so you can more deeply fall in love with your Savior. So call us right now, would you? Make a gift to the ministry, Haven Today, and we'll send you a copy of War and Grace. Here's the number to call, 800-654-2836. 65 Haven. Or take a few extra moments and go online and you'll find resources we've put up for you, like the video we shot with Louis Zamperini before he died and a special blog post on his life. You can experience all of that. You can make your gift and you can ask for the book at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And if you'd like to hear the full 30-minute interview with Louis Zamperini, We've posted that on our Great Stories podcast. Look for it there at our website, haventoday.org, or wherever you find your podcasts that you listen to. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you so much for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we get to share together the great story? It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. The first century world was filled with dark magic. Some of these false magicians believed that power was linked to the names of gods. So to access supernatural power, you needed to invoke the name of a god. Knowing this, the Apostle Paul had a powerful comeback. He wrote in Ephesians 1.21 that Jesus has been given the name that is above every name. He's the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, and his name is highly exalted. But this name can't be manipulated for our own selfish uses. That was what the ancient magicians tried. It didn't work. The name of Jesus is not a lucky rabbit's foot. It's the only name under heaven by which we are saved. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.